And here's a little meditation from farmer writer Wendell Berry for today. He writes, Last December, when my granddaughter Katie had just turned five, she stayed with me one day while the rest of the family was away from home. In the afternoon, we hitched a team of horses to the wagon and hauled a load of dirt for the barn floor. It was a cold day, but the sun was shining. We hauled our load of dirt over the tree-lined gravel lane beside the creek, a way well known to her mother and to my mother when they were children. As we went along, Katie drove the team for the first time in her life. She did very well, and she was proud of herself. She said that her mother would be proud of her, and I said that I was proud of her. We completed our trip to the barn, unloaded our load of dirt, smoothed it over the barn floor, and wetted it down. By the time we started back up the creek road, the sun had gone over the hill, and the air had turned bitter. Katie sat close to me in the wagon, and we did not say anything for a long time. I did not say anything because I was afraid that Katie was not saying anything because she was cold and tired and miserable and perhaps homesick. It was impossible to hurry much, and I was unsure how I would comfort her. But then, after a while, she said, Wendell. Isn't it fun? So be it. This next part, which we're calling um, a meditation in poetry and music, is, um, I think we'll also add some silences. So there will be uh, poem music, poem music, but I would uh, invite us to, between each piece, we'll leave room collectively for about six nice deep breaths. Um, Nice deep breaths. So that we can take in each thing before um, moving on. There's no need to be galloping today. That's the whole point. This first poem is called What the Living Do by Marie Howe. 
she addresses the poem to her brother, John, who has recently died. Johnny, the kitchen sink has been clogged for days. Some utensil probably fell down there, and the draino won't work but smells dangerous, and the crusty dishes have piled up, waiting for the plumber I still haven't called. This is the every day we spoke of. It's winter again. The sky's a deep, headstrong blue, and the sunlight pours through the open living room windows because the heat's on too high in here, and I can't turn it off. For weeks now, driving or dropping a bag of groceries in the street, the bag breaking, I've been thinking, this is what the living do. And yesterday, hurrying along those wobbly bricks in the Cambridge sidewalk, spilling my coffee down my wrist and sleeve, I thought it again, and again later, when buying a hairbrush, thought, this is it. Parking, slamming the car door shut in the cold, what you called, what you called the yearning what you finally gave up. We want, we want the spring to come and the winter to pass. We want whoever to call or not call, a letter, a kiss. We want more and more and then more of it. But there are moments walking when I catch a glimpse of myself in the window glass, say, the window of the corner video store, and I gripped by a cherishing so deep for my own blowing hair, chapped face, and unbuttoned coat that I'm speechless. I am living. I remember you.
Lamb by Michael Dennis Brown. Saw a lamb being born. Saw the shepherd chase and grab the big ewe and dump her on her side. Saw him rub some stuff from a bottle on his hands. Saw him bend and reach in. Heard two quick cries from the ewe. Two sharp, quick cries like high grunts. Saw him pull out a white, slick package. Saw him lay it on the ground. Saw him kneel and take his teeth to the cord. Saw him slap the package around. Saw it not move. Saw him bend and put his mouth to it and blow. Doing this calmly, half kneeling. Saw him slap it around some more. Saw my mother watching this. Saw Angela. Saw Peter. Saw Mimi with the baby in her belly. Saw them standing in a row by the dry stone wall in the wind. Saw the package move. Saw it was stained with red and yellow. Saw the shepherd wipe red hands on the ewe's wool. Heard the other sheep in the meadow calling out. Saw the package shake its head. Saw it try to stand. Saw it nearly succeed. Saw it have to sit and think a bit. Saw a new creature's first moments of thinking. Felt the chill blow through me. Heard the shepherd say, Good day for lambing. Wind dries them out. Saw the package start to stand. Get halfway, kneeling. Saw it push upward, stagger, push, and make it. Stand, standing. Saw it surely was a lamb. A lamb, a lamb. Saw a lamb being born.
what we still can't see. It's up to us to be the change. And even though we all can still do more, there's so much to be thankful for. Look beyond ourselves, there's so much sorrow. It's way I'll cry tomorrow. Each of us must find our truth. It's so long overdue. So for tonight, we pray. And every day we hope for what we still can see. It's up to us to be the change. And even though we all can still do There's so much to be thankful for. Even with our differences, there is a place we're all connected. Each of us can find each other's So for tonight, we pray for what we know can be. And on this day, we hope for what we still can't see. It's up to us to be the change. And even though this world needs so much more, there's so much to be thankful
The next reading is from Thich Nhat Hanh, a Vietnamese Buddhist monk who has a retreat center utopian village called Plum Village in France. I ask before I read this that you find a piece of paper and touch it. If you are a poet, you see clearly that there is a cloud floating in this piece of paper. Without the cloud, there will be no rain. Without the rain, the trees cannot grow, and without the trees, we cannot make paper. The cloud is essential for the paper to exist. If this cloud is not here, the sheet of paper cannot be here either. The cloud and the paper inter are. If we look into this sheet of paper even more deeply, we can see the sunshine in it. Without sunshine, the forest cannot grow. In fact, nothing can grow without sunshine. The paper and the sunshine inter are. If we continue to look, we can see the logger who cut the tree and brought it to the mill to make the paper. And we see wheat. We know that the logger cannot exist without his daily bread, and therefore the wheat that became the bread is also in this sheet of paper. Looking even more deeply, we can see ourselves in this sheet of paper also. This is not difficult to see, because when we look at a sheet of paper, we perceive it. It is part of our perception. Your mind is in here, and mine is also. So we can say that everything is here in this sheet of paper. We cannot point out one thing that is not here. Time, space, the earth, the rain, the minerals in the soil, the river, the heat, the sunshine, and the cloud. Everything coexists with this sheet of paper. To be is to interbe. We cannot just be by ourselves. We have to interbe with everything else. This sheet of paper is because everything else is. As thin as this sheet of paper is, it contains everything in the universe.
one of the gifts we give each other and ourselves when we when we take this space like this and have this kind of rhythm to the service is that we allow ourselves to actually discover what's in us and welcome the feelings that come, give them space. This last reading um, in our sort of rhythm of reading and music is from the Reverend Roy Phillips. For years, I have been saying that Christmas is real, the rest of the year is a myth. What I mean is that it is possible in this season to intensify the range of our experience, low and high, so that with effort and grace, we can find ourselves in a new world, for moments at least. The flattened out humdrum world of common sense is our age's mythic world. Many of us have been true believers in this world and have become entangled in it. I believe the stories and the customs of this season have real power to reorder the spirit. The star and the babe and the mother and the father, the animals and the shepherds, the inn and the manger, the angels, the promise, the notion of the incarnation of the sacred in this very world, when wrested from the grasp of the literalists and reductionists, these images can work wonders in us and out beyond us. This season is about the re-enchantment of the disenchanted world we have been carrying with us. Let every heart prepare. I brought my tree down to the shore, the garland and the silver star, to find my peace and grieve no more, to heal this place inside my heart. On every branch I laid some bread And hungry birds filled up the sky They rang like bells around my head They sang my spirit back to life one tiny child can change the world. One shining light can show the way. Through all my tears for what I've lost, there's still my joy. There's still my joy. For Christmas Day The snow comes down On empty 
sand There's tinsel moonlight on the waves My soul was lost But here I am So this must be amazing grace One tiny child can change the world One shining light can show the way Through all my tears for what I've lost There's still my joy There's still my joy for Christmas Day. There's still my joy for Christmas Day. We go beyond the veil of fear, lighting each other's way. The holiness that leads us is within us and among us. It is our home. May our spirits roam free in the depths and heights and immensity of love. At this point... Ruth and Joey are going to come forward, and we will remain seated for this song. Uh, It's number 388 in the hymnal, but I don't know that you will need that at all. It's Dona Nobis Pacem, and we did a little practice earlier, so we'll have Ruth and Joey lead us. (laughs) 